Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Cubs on Tap. I'm Cody, joined tonight with my guy Juice. You can follow me on Twitter at Cody on Tap. You can follow Juice at Juice on Tap. So original, so on brand. <laughs> we are fucking, uh, you know, as on brand as you can possibly get tonight and as always. So, uh, as you can tell, my voice is a lot more chipper tonight because the Cubs got a W. Cubs win seven to one. Uh, salvage to this two game series with the Cleveland Indians. Um, Juice, man, how you feeling, buddy? A lot better than last night or before I was ready to, you know, blow my brains out going to bed. It was pretty rough. Uh, but yeah, man, no, I put up a crooked number tonight and uh, Kyle Hendricks did Kyle Hendricks things like he has for his recent starts. And uh, yeah, makes you feel a little better about the team uh, post of what we witnessed last night. Um, cleaned up a lot of mental errors tonight too, which was nice. And it's always good when, uh, you hit the ball around the ballpark. I know they they hit some home runs tonight late, but uh, mm-hmm. you know a lot of that four run uh, fifth was you know hitting the ball around, working it around. It's like to see that you know that's yeah. what makes this team successful for sure. Yeah, what's you know it, it it did not the way the score ended up. I did not see that coming uh, with the way the game started. Uh, I think at one point. If you combine all of the last couple of games, the Cubs had reached 15 consecutive scoreless innings, uh, which is not fun. That's very not lame. Ideal. Yeah, very lame and weak, as, as, as some might say, as we at On Tap would like to say. Um, but Chris Bryant kind of broke out of the slump he's been in. We kind of talked about it last night. Hits one uh, into the left center bleachers. Um it's a great sign, especially with the Dodgers and Brewers coming up, man. Um, he had a walk later in the game, too. Two walks last night, which I said was like a was very, I think it was an encouraging thing, and it showed tonight. Um, you know, I as far as the offense at the beginning of the game, I, you know, we've seen it over the years with this core. They they don't always play well against guys they've never faced. So, and then at the same time, I mean. The Indians have just like they're like an assembly line of, of, of pitching. I don't know how they do it. Um, I know the guy had like a twelve ERA, um, but I, I think all that said, you know, it goes back to Kyle Hendricks just being an absolute stud. Um, but yeah, as far as the offense though, when uh, Chris Bryant hit the home run, he, he could breathe a little bit, and then uh, of course it's freaking Sergio Alcantara and. Rafael Ortega starting the rally, man. Uh, and Jock Peterson drives him home, putting one in the opposite field gap, which you love to see from a guy who's kind of been struggling over the last week. Hell, the entire offense has been struggling. So, uh, you know, when they made it three to nothing, I was like, all right, we got this game, especially with the bullpen that we got. Um, I, I, that's when I started to really just kind of settle in and, and feel okay. But yeah, the first part of the game was kind of tough. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost like the first, you know, three innings were like, oh shit, here we go again. Yeah. You know, it's and then, you know, Chris Bryant puts one in the in the outfield bleachers. And uh yeah, before you look up the next inning, they they pepper the ball around. I think that's the uh you'll take them from Rafael Ortega and Sergio Alcantara any way you can. Yeah. And and that's the that's the fun of when things are going good for guys like that, it's it's almost like extra fun, right? It's the cherry right. on top of the the Sunday because mm-hmm. you're not expected for guys like that to contribute. So when they when you get it, 
it's like, man, what a great ball game. You know, me and you come into these these podcasts after the game, the lives, and we're, we're, we're chipper, like you said, mm-hmm. because it's it's an unexpected contribution from somebody that, like we said last night, on most teams that are contending are DFA'd. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, bridge the gap as much as you can until guys like Nico Horner and, and uh, David Bodie and, you know, Duffy come back. It'd be nice to, you know, keep this momentum going. Like you said, it's a really tough stretch again. You know, with the Dodgers and you know, big games against the Brewers um, coming up. So it, it's it's good to build some momentum into the off day for tomorrow, like we talked about again last night. That way, they can go to bed tonight. You know, or I don't know if they're flying out. They might even be flying out tonight. I'm I'm not exactly sure, but you know, get acclimated to that West Coast and then uh, you know, gear up for a series against the Dodgers and uh, be ready because, like we said again, I keep alluding to last night's episode they're gonna be ready for you that's why tonight's uh tonight's ball game was so big and it's good that they took care of business yeah no uh you said it perfectly man it's tonight's game was it's hard to say there's must wins in in june but when you look at where the the cubs are in the standings and you you know the the reality of this team and whether it's going to buy or sell and you know you don't know what direction this team's going to go next month the Cubs, as a fan, you want the Cubs to win as many games as they can to force the front office to actually make a move. Because if that front office sells with a team in first place, they're like that. That's just like they're going to have so much backlash that I don't even know if they would be okay with taking that backlash. Like your way may burn to the ground. Yeah, they people would be <laughs> rioting. I've been joking for like the yeah. last month and a half. You know, I will picket sign outside the marquee if i have to man but like so that's why to me and you and you know all, all you know real diehards out there are like you know just just get through this month of june at 500 at the very least and then we'll see what we can do in july where the schedule isn't nearly as tough you play some more divisional games stuff like that which you got a chance and you know we'll see what happens but um yeah tonight's game was just it was like i really felt like i just you know like a breath of fresh air lost like 50 pounds off my chest from like frustration and just like nervousness because it's like what is going on with this offense last night patrick wisdom strikes out four times tonight uh his first at bat ended up it ended in an out but he hit a liner right to someone so that was a positive and then he hits a home run later in the game so you know you i feel a lot better about him because i'm i'm definitely his biggest supporter on this podcast and i and i want him to be a part of this team moving forward and then wilson Contreras, we haven't even mentioned him yet you know he had a really really good at bats last night and that carried over tonight he almost had two home runs his first at bat he hit one to opposite field deep but it ended up being caught um, but in his last at bat in the eighth inning, uh, when it was already, what was it? Five to nothing. He, he put one in the, in the center field seats. So, um, all in all, man, like I, I think when you, especially if Willie gets hot, cause it, it's been a long while since Willie was hot and everyone's talking about, Oh, he's, he's struggling cause he's has to catch so many innings and, and all this stuff. And that, and that's true. I, I, I still believe in that, but the fact that if he can just, you know, give us a nice little hot stretch, with all these injuries still, that would be just huge, just absolutely huge until Horner gets back and Duffy gets back and, you know, 
hopefully some other guys can turn it around. I, you know, I mentioned Jock Peterson going opposite field. Like he's been kind of cold. Everyone's been cold this entire week. So, you know, just get getting those guys going again. And, uh, you know, especially, you know, it does the pitching doesn't get any easier when they go to Los Angeles. And we've already faced the Brewers a ton of times. Like that, those aren't going to be easy either. So, like take taking the confidence from tonight's game out to LA is 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 really really big, and uh, yeah, I just I'm just hoping that it carries over, man. Because I thought Sunday's win was going to carry over into yesterday, and then they sh- really shit the bed. So I, I just don't want to be disappointed like that uh, on Thursday. Yeah, and I think the double win of it all is you know we talked about boring wins. It's really good to see, you know, them not have to use Kimbrel, so he, he gets two nights off. Obviously, Anthony wasn't in the lineup tonight, so he gets a double night yep. of, of of night off. So it's like he didn't have to even pinch hit mm-hmm. in tonight's game. So it's tomorrow he's off. You know, that's it's maybe there's some lingering things with him too. He can take care of. It's just it's just nice, like you said, to get that weight off of. Also, that fifty pound weight of you've been playing tight ball games. It feels like for, for I know that they got just blitzed by the Marlins over the weekend. But the in their wins, they've been really tight ball games. It's been a whole and, thing all season. Yeah, honestly. and it's good so. to just win one like seven to one, right? Yeah. You know, just yeah. you don't have to use as many high leverage guys. I know you, we had to use Chafin and, and Tapera, but, you know, it's nice to hand the ball to Winkler, right, at the end of the night and be like, right. hey, man, I, I know you're going to take care of business, but you're doing me a real solid by – you know, not having Kimbrel have to warm up and pitch again because that's, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's tough to keep throwing him out there. He's not young either. So, I mean, it's like, you know, you talked about, too, about getting through June and getting to July. It's almost like to get there and then maybe there's – maybe you've pushed the the hand of ownership and, and Jed to, like, add to this team. So not only does July the schedule kind of loosen up, but it also is a potential for reinforcements on the way too. You know, maybe the bullpen starts to get more rested because they go out and get like a Kyle Gibson. Mm. And that's maybe some guy who can, they can don't, they don't have to worry about four of their starters only able to go through five, four to five innings, you know? So maybe that's what kind of opens it up for this team. And, you know, like you said, just get to July, keep winning ball games. And, uh, yeah, a lot of good things tonight. I think if you're a Cub fan, after what you've watched over the weekend, I know that we're trying to, you know, paint the the, the bright colors on the picture right now. Things mm-hmm. that look good. It's, it's good to see a boring win going into an off day against a really solid team. I think uh, when you look, too, at, at the guys that were rested, it, it's another solid point to add to the, the checklist. And – it looks to in Javi Baez too, you know, after, after having a, just an awful, you know, display of, of, of team tonight, he looked attentive. He looked yeah. like he was in the ball game all night, which is great to see. And I know that, you know, maybe we're talking about this same issue again down the road because it's Javi Baez and he seems to have these every once in a while, but you know, kudos to him for taking his lumps. You know, I know, I know David Ross was on, 670 today talked about it. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's, it's good to see Javi take that grain of salt. All right, I'm going to go out there tomorrow and, and help my I team. Feel like, 
I feel like Cubs Twitter was kind of half and half with like the quotes and stuff after last night's game. And I don't know if it was because of tweets sent by beat reporters out of context or something. Um, but a lot of people were mad at some of the things Javi said. And I didn't really quite understand because it was like he owned what he did. But then there were other right. people who were like mad at David Ross. I think they're just Javi bias stands. And I, I talked about it last night, man, like, there, and we talked about it. Like, it's just kind of like, he is what he is. We know what he is. He can be really great and he can be really bad. And last night he was really bad. Tonight he was on the path of being really bad again. He His first two at-bats yeah. struck out. Um, but he did loop a double down the left field line to, and probably would have scored more if the fan didn't stick his hand out. Uh, and, of course, he was in the whose name, who shall not be named <laughs> on this podcast um, area. If you know, you know. If you're a Cubs fan, you know what I'm talking about. Um, so he, he would have might he could have had more RBIs there. I think he probably would have. I think Bryant was on on the base pads there. Um, but, you know, like he, he did that. And I can't remember what he did in his last at bat. But, I, I mean, it, it, he, he did come through in terms of, you know, extending the lead. And he was great defensively. And, you know, no base running blunders or anything like that. I mean, yeah, it's just one day after you knew he was going to come out. I, I bet him to hit a home run tonight because that's just the kind of things that Javi Baez does after a night like last night. Um, didn't do it, uh, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. I can't yeah, win I'll take the that. RBIs, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, at, the, right. at the end of the two, it's 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 good to see him. I know he looped it in, but it's yeah. good to see him kind of turn one, turn on one, you know, and, and get, get it down the line. And right. it, hopefully – you know, now he starts to hit the ball with a little bit more authority. Mm-hmm. I think I think the good news is is you know guys like Jack who need to you know contribute to this lineup in Alcantara and like you said Patrick Wisdom. You know they had good nights tonight, and mm-hmm. and that's you're going to need that and then some to be you know to win three out of four against the Dodgers, if not just split. You know that's the we'd be happy on this podcast with a split. I know yeah. we, we probably both would be against a quality team like that. Um, but with that said, you know, the way you played against the Marlins and you're supposed to win two, at least two out of three with those go for three out of four, you know, let's, let's try to win three out of four to make up the, the fact that you, you laid two out there that you probably should win. So, um, unfortunately yeah. the Dodgers haven't announced the rotation against the Cubs this coming weekend yet. So I don't know who they're going to start. I just know Zach, Zach Davies is going to start in game one on Thursday. And we'll get to it here in a little bit, but um, either way, it, it's not going to be easy. I mean, when the Dodgers no. came to Wrigley and, and the Cubs magically swept them, they had to go through Kershaw, Bueller, and Trevor Bauer. They yeah. they won all three of those games. It, that's still mind blowing to me. That that series is why I had to drink the bottle of mayonnaise. Like yeah. that. Like that, I you know. I, I wasn't making a bad bet if you look at it on paper. <laughs> like, no, you probably <laughs> win that bet 99 out of 100, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, one just all the Dodgers had to do was win one of those ball games with, you know, you could really realistically say it's three of the top 12 pitchers in baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's, uh, I just hope that they go in there, be competitive, mm-hmm. you know, show the front office that. You know, you can hang with some of the best. They already have. They, you know, right. they played really, really well against the West. So yeah. keep it going. Yeah. You know, you don't don't make any excuses. You know, we'd love to, we'd love to split, but um, three out of four, like I said, to make mm-hmm. up for the fact that they laid eggs against the Marlins, be really nice. 
Right. Well, we've already kind of moved ahead, but I do want to talk about Kyle Hendricks just a little bit because this guy, I don't know if you saw all of my retweets, but I went on a little bit of a rampage because not enough people respect Kyle Hendricks, man. He is one of, if not the most underrated pitcher in baseball. He's never made an all-star team. And this guy is putting the team on his back this month when he goes out there. Whenever the Cubs need a, a quality outing, outing, he has done it. And even in May, he did it. He did he still he struggled a little bit in May, but not as much as he did in April. But he struggles in April every year. We we talk about it every season. Early season struggles for Kyle Hendricks, and prob- that's probably why he's never been an all-star because all-star voting is all based off what you do the first two months of the season, basically, anyway. But he it always gets it going when it gets warm. And I, I just – I again, I just – I hope people aren't taking this guy for granted because this guy – this guy – is just a, another. I think Boog called him a unicorn on the broadcast tonight because everyone is throwing upper nineties, triple digits, fastballs. This guy's throwing fucking eighty eight, throwing changeups, curveballs, whatever. Like he just, he just makes. He's just a different. He hits different than the rest, man. And uh, he he delivered again tonight, and I I fucking love that guy. Fucking love it. And the reason I love him is because like I think I've said it before. Like when he first got called up, I just. I always thought he's going to be a you know bottom of the rotation starter, and he's literally developed into a top of the rotation guy. I never thought he would be an ace like he has been the last two months, basically. But if he keeps this going by season's end, he will be a bona fide ace, the guy you're starting game one in the postseason, and you're just putting you just putting all your chips in on that guy in a winner take all game. He never ever makes a different face about any of it either, right? No, I mean, it's no. it is the definition of cool, calm, and collective. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, you know, it's really interesting to talk about how he struggles early on in the season because you think about all the hitting conditions, and you would think, oh, he'd probably kill it, but he he relies so much on touch and feel mm-hmm. that it's really hard for him. I bet you during cold months to keep the feel of the baseball, and I know he's. He doesn't like Boog said. He's the he's the unicorn of of the today's game, but it's just so interesting to see. You know, there's different routes on the on the field to being successful, and it's so interesting to hear him talk about pitching. You know, mm-hmm. I I hope he never ever leaves the Cubs ever because I would he's going to age like fine wine. You know, he'll be a guy who eats up. He reminds me. He may be like Jamie Moyer. Remember, Jamie Moyer pitched for like freaking ever. Do you pitch till he's like 45, 46 yeah. years old, something like that? Yeah. But he he just knows so much about pitching mm-hmm. and notices all the little nuances of swings that it's hard to put a value on that. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these guys, they just got nasty spin rates. They got nasty upper 90s fastballs, and they just say, here it is, hit it. Yep. Kyle Hendricks is, ta- is talking about – when a batter's at the plate, I'm watching the the guy on the on deck circle to see his swing. Like, I'm like, dude, like, how do you how do you process that much information? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. That much ahead, and not to you know, the greatest thing about Greg Maddox was the fact that he knew sequences of what he threw early on in ball games, and Kyle has all those same attributes, man. It's like he. 
he knows certain spots that he knows where to get you out, but he also knows where he can dive into one of your red zones with like a, a, a certain spin or a certain pitch at a certain time to get you out in front of it mm-hmm. or to get you early on it. And man, how many times have we watched like Kyle Hendricks pitch and a guy just pummels a ball, just straight foul. Yeah. All the time, all the time. But Saw it a ton wants, tonight. <laughs> but he wants you to do that. Right. You know, it's, it's a matter of, he's just so damn good at pitching and he, he's just so smart. It's, it's fun to watch. Yep. And you know, if I were, if I had children and they wanted to pitch, he would be the one person that I'm, I'm telling you to watch because he's the one guy that literally, I guess anyone can relate to. You can't teach a hundred miles per hour. You know, that's just based off talent, you know, and, and, and work and I guess throwing really hard, like practice and throwing really hard and guess of whatever. I don't know, but yeah, Kyle Hendricks, he's just, I, you know, they, they always use like the, the painting emoji or whatever that like that guy just paints the edges, man. He just paints the edges you know, he gets people with that change up, throws a fastball when they don't expect it. So 80 and 88 actually looks like 95 whenever it's coming across the plate to a lot of batters. It's it's something that I'm never going to like take for granted because it's like we keep saying, it's just it's so different from the rest of everyone else. Like we probably would take it for granted if he came around like 10, 15 years ago because there's a lot of guys like him back then. Yep. But like then today's game. It's so impressive of what he's doing, and it's a damn shame that he doesn't get enough respect from fans because no one wants to vote him into the All Star game, and then even the league, no one talks about him enough, and that's why I went through all those re- all those tweets and retweeted. I, I retweeted all these people after he gave up all those runs against the against <laughs> the Braves in April. I was at that game, remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I retweeted a bunch of people who were like, "This guy isn't an ace. This guy, you know, this is what happens when you." you throw 85 or some shit like these motherfuckers don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yep. And they're probably sitting on their couch and I saying everything that we're saying right now, not and and thinking that they never said anything wrong about them. You just hate to see such stupidity. And I fucking hate comes Twitter sometimes. So yeah. And it's, he's on the most friendly of pitcher contracts ever, ever. for a guy who does what he does. Mm-hmm. I mean, he takes the ball every fifth day, gives you a great start regardless if he has it or not. You know, he he's the type of guy that, like, even when you want to badmouth that brave start, but, I mean, he, he was battling, man. Like, mm-hmm. it's – he's had some clunkers this year where he still managed to get through five. That you know? start against the Padres in San Diego, I believe, or something like that. I think he gave up three early runs but still managed to go uh, – to, to give you six. And I think he went into the seventh inning and they – he gave up a hit and they took him out, but still like to give up three early runs and he managed to still get you six innings. Like th- that's the kind of, those are the kinds of things that like your, your veteran pitchers can do over like your young guys who are still trying to learn the league, no matter what, like the stuff is. That's what we always said about John Lester, right? Like that he would have his starts where he'd give up 10 runs in the first inning. It was like something he would do once a year, but then more often than not, if he didn't have his best stuff, he would still give you five five or six and you were like man that that's that's the guy that you want right and then you know if he had his best outings you know he was always going at least seven you know and like like that's just those are the types of things that you see out of veteran pitchers uh and successful ones 
compared to ones who are, like I said, either coming in the league and still trying to get their feet wet or ones who just aren't that great. Like they like they let little things affect them and they lose all composure and stuff like that. And Kyle Hendricks, he might have the best composure in baseball, man, with the way that he goes about his business. Yeah, you know, you start to talk about the this the intelligence that he has on the ball field, and I don't know. I was going to ask you do you, do you think that he's the type of guy that is a good pitching coach when he's done pitching, or maybe an advisor, talent like a scout guy? But or do you think that like he's just such a unicorn that it would and, and kids today too. I mean, the way baseball's taught is just, you know, yeah. spin it as fast as you can and throw it as hard as you can. I think he could be a good coach. Just, well, I do too, but I just wonder if like his style or what he teaches is just translatable to you yeah. know what's going through. I I would want him as my I'd give him a shot. Yeah. And I think eventually if that's a job he wants, sure. But I mean, Greg Maddox, I'm not sure if he ever was a pitching coach. I don't think so. His brother is. I think he's right. Yeah. But I don't know. A guy like that, I wonder if, like, they just disappear. And I think you know the, what I mean? It, when it comes down to coaching, it just comes down to if that particular person just – if they feel like they can relate to young players or just want to stay, still stay in the game and, like, you know, you know, hang out with baseball players. I that. I don't know if Kyle Hendricks is that guy because we genuinely don't really know anything about Kyle Hendricks because the way he is on the mound is so bland and and dull. Like we just don't know anything about the guy. And then, you know, when he does post games and stuff, it's like, it's very normal. Like this, he, that that's the reason why no one talks about him because he's just not like as a person, as a, as a marketable player, he just is not that the only reason people like him is if you like the way he pitches. And that's I, why I, we're talking all about him right now. <laughs> I remember an interview, not with him. It was either with John Lester or with Ian Happ. And they were talking about, you know, what's the vibe like in the locker room? They're like, what's they were asking like who people were like. And mm-hmm. obviously Anthony's the jokester and Kyle Schwarber when he was still on the team at the time. And he was the the playful, kind of fun, you know, young, just goofy guy. Mm-hmm. And then they asked about Kyle and they said, Kyle is the most competitive human being in the locker room. And it struck me is they're like, we play ping pong. We play Mario Kart. We play golf. We play anything, name a game. Kyle plays it and he plays it really well. I also know for a fact that they were talking about Kyle does karate. He's <laughs> actually a, like a, at the end, of, he's like a crazy athlete too. Yeah, like at the he's a he great defensive pitcher too. Like he'll he'll right. he's, he gets at least one ground ball back to him every game. It seems like um, mm-hmm. he almost had one tonight. Thankfully, that ball hit his glove and not his arm. Yes, <laughs> yeah. With, with the way things are going too, yeah. you know, wisdom tonight had to walk off a, an injury. What it seemed like it's it's getting scary, but just the fact that like I know we don't know too much about him, but maybe the fact that he's so competitive. And so just like he just wants to win Mm -hmm. all the rest of the things around him is just noise. You know, maybe that's just who he is. And at the end of it, you know, he'll maybe he'll write a book or maybe he'll have a podcast or, Uh, you know, maybe it's a lot like it's a lot like Jay Cutler. Right. Like Cuddy was not really loud. He hated the media, didn't want to talk to him. 
had and that now, no like, care persona. Yeah, know? and now like he's on part of my take, and he yeah. was going to be a announcer for CBS. And yep. it seems like every four days, I'm getting another notification that Jay Cutler said something, or he's starting yep. some company. Yep. I wonder if we'll get that out of Kyle eventually. I hope so because there's a lot of questions. I, I if we ever got anybody on the podcast to talk about, he would be the number one guy I'd just like to learn about. Because like you said, I don't know much about him either. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. There's a tweet out there that's kind of been going viral. It's like it was asking, like, what Chicago sports athlete would you want to hang out with for a day? And I I didn't answer like quote tweet or anything because I genuinely couldn't think of someone that I really wanted to. But now after having this conversation, I think Kyle Hendricks might be that guy. Well, I just don't. I just want to pick his brain about nothing but baseball and just be yeah. like, what do you do in your life other than what we've watched you do every fifth day? Do you play because, Fortnite? Like, yeah. <laughs> like well, what is, what is your daily routine? Like, like yeah. what do you, when you're not pitching and being just a genius? Cause he is, he went to Dartmouth. Right. Like, what are you doing? You know, what, where can we find Kyle on a, on a Tuesday night when they don't play when they played at 120. Like what's right. what's your life like? And right. I uh I'm curious. I, I'd love to <laughs> love to pick his brain. I'd talk a little pitching because I'm obviously a baseball nerd and yeah, you know what's going. I'd like to sit with him and watch a start from somebody uh-huh. and just think the like just have him announce every thought. Yeah. Of every pitch of every sequence and be like, perhaps well, like you get, throw here? Yeah, like perhaps get like that Tony Romo like broadcast vibe from him and yes. see if he can guess like what's coming next or whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Or just like just the thought of like, all right, he had him here. Like what what would you do? Like what right. what are you seeing from the guy on deck if you're watching, you know, <laughs> on deck swings now too? So yeah. Yeah, man. No, I, I, I think you bring up an interesting point about a guy who we don't know much about. And honestly, we don't know how he picks up the ball every fifth day. It's, it's so damn successful either. So, mm-hmm. yeah, unicorn, Bigfoot, uh, you know, Loch Ness monster. We just don't <laughs> know much about him, man. But right. he's damn good, and I'm glad he's a Cub. My my guy, a baseball bouge. Uh, he's uh, or owl guy. He comes in our stream all the time. But uh, he says, "I bet he'd be a phenomenal color commentator." I bet uh, you would. He probably would be because no, like. It's kind of goes back to Jay Cutler. Like I never thought he would do that, but then he almost did, and I was like, you know. And now after seeing what he does on social media and stuff, I was like, yeah, it makes kind of it makes sense. So yeah, I, I'd be interested in seeing that. Um, he also goes on to say he's been my favorite Cub since he entered the league. Appreciate uh, this this Hendo love. Yeah, no, I uh, we, we were going to have some Kyle Hendricks love on this show tonight because I picked him for my fly the W. You did. That's a nice too, pick, so. and you were right about that. And you were right about the Cubs' offense breaking out. So this was the the juice the juice game, man. I've been pretty good this season, man. It <laughs> just seems like when they win, I'm I'm pretty close on to how they do it. Yeah. Now I've been way off in their losses, but hey. Yeah, they, they don't ask about my losses. They ask about my winnings. You yeah, know, you, end of the day. sometimes you just got to, you know, keep all the positive vibes. And, Damn and right. You only talk about those, man. I, <laughs> I'm with you on that, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, other things about this game. Uh, there, I guess there isn't too much. You know, Ryan Tapera's uh, scoreless inning streak ended. He had like 20, like 20 and a third scoreless innings. Um he, but he did limit the damage very well, and that turned out to be huge because who knows what would have happened if he like gave up a homer or something. Um, but he like what he gave up two hits, and then he walked a guy, so he had the bases loaded, no out, 
Yeah, pretty uh, fluky inning, right? I mean, it's yeah. like perfect bunt placed. And it comes down to like the Cubs scoring all those runs being huge because if if the Cubs only get that Chris Bryant homer and he gives up that run, it's like, oh, here we go again. Here how we are we gonna down. blow this? How are we gonna yep. blow this tonight? Like, so getting those runs, like those two runs that Jock Peterson drove in, like they really did beat. They they really were huge because after Bryant hit the homer, then it was a couple more innings before the Cubs did anything, and you're like stressing out because it's only one to nothing you know so yeah go. <laughs> it, it, it was very big um but still very very nice uh inning out of to pair to at least get out of it limit the damage and i think that's been the big thing from this bullpen all season if if they do get in trouble they have limited the damage when they needed to um and somehow have gotten out of innings where they didn't have any room for error at all as at the same time um so you know to pair time to start a new streak Chafin, I think he has like 16 scoreless innings now, so he his streaks his streaks going. Kimbrel is I like think 15 it's 13 and two thirds or something. something yeah, like that. something like that. Like we're we're still riding, man. Like the, these these three guys continue to be to be in. It's like now it's like back to back starts for Kyle Hendricks, where it's been where it's gone in that in that line of Hendricks, Chafin, Tapera. And then Kimbrel, of course, Kimbrel didn't pitch tonight because they didn't need him to, but it would have been Kimbrel if the Cubs don't hit those two home runs probably. So, um, God, it, it's been so fun to watch those guys. Yeah, I I mean, I'd be re-signing the bullpen right now, hopefully, if that's the – but it's <laughs> the bullpen in general is just such a hit-and-miss game, it seems like, yeah. in today's MLB. It's, you know, the, the bullpens that you see at the top are rarely the same ones you see the next season either. So, mm-hmm. yeah, build on it and hopefully uh, – you know, you're able to have guys like Pearl Caraway eventually come up and contribute. Yeah. Um, blanking on the other guy, Jensen, right? He's, he's out of the – Brian Jensen. He's a, they have him pitching as a starter down in South Bend right now, and I think he'll be a starter eventually. But who yeah. knows if he comes up – you know, I don't know if he'll come up this year, but if he comes up, you know, like – uh, you know, to to start his career, I wouldn't be surprised they started him as a as a bullpen as a guy. Reliever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just just keep adding more and more arms into the list. And have... I mean, we still we're still waiting on Rowan Wick, man. We're still waiting on Rowan Wick. This yeah, bullpen. I haven't just... have we have you heard anything about I, his I actually, status? I looked up the Cubs injured list today, actually, and I guess Rowan Wick is he's in the process of starting like a throwing program or something like good. that but good another you know, high leverage arm that hopefully can be added to this with a great curveball and steel should be back soon i think yep. they they had him do a bullpen the other day so i assume they're gonna have him do a you know like a rehab start or something like that and then you know then bring him back and hopefully you know add that power lefty back to the back to that pen man because uh not only does the pen need him uh, just to you know, have another guy, but you know he's nasty too. So, yeah, no, it's uh, you yeah. Know. You start to kind of build out the whole bullpen after that too. If Rowan Wick can come back healthy, mm-hmm. and you almost have the the inverse flip of what you know your Chafin, Tapera, Kimbrel are with you know Steele, Rowan Wick, mm-hmm. and then you know maybe Winkler's added into that because he's been really solid as well. You know, now you start to kind of have the, that six headed you know, beast at the end of it where it's, you know, you're not using the same guys each and every night. And we're still forgetting about Keegan Thompson too, who has been damn good. And, and same with, uh, you know, the couple innings we've seen out of Brad Wick too. So yeah, yeah, you start to see you're really deep down there. Mm -hmm. Um, I would be shocked if they added anything to it, the trade deadline, it's mostly going to be starting pitching and and maybe a few bench guys, um, but backup catcher. 
Possibility. Well, yeah. speaking of a backup catcher, Dope Redbeard sent this about what feels like a half hour ago. <laughs> um, but Wilson Ramos was uh, released by the Tigers this week. Um, he says Wilson Ramos would be a solid pickup for a backup. No question mark. Um, so he's asking if what we yeah, what our yeah. thoughts on him. I mean, I've, you gotta you gotta do your diligence, right? I mean, right. anything's better than what you got, right? I, that's what I've kind of been telling people. Like some people are like, "Oh, he's a terrible like defensive catcher," but it's like, well, you could use the offense though. Like, gotta give Wilson Contreras a couple like some more days off. I, mean, I know he's getting hot, and like I said earlier. You know, he's getting hot right now and despite leading the league and in innings caught, but shit, like you eventually it will take a toll on him in like August, especially in July and August when it gets real, real hot. Like right now, like it hasn't been that hot in like in Chicago, you know what I mean? Like, so you, you like I never want to see Jose Lobatone in no. in the Cubs in the Cubs uniform again. I'm good at that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but no I think PJ Wilson Higgins and 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 no like I would honestly I, I'd rather see them at least, you know, go out and get Tony Walters one more time or something than fucking PJ Higgins or Jose Lobatone. I don't even and I'm not even a Tony Walters guy. That's just like it, it, the the missing of Victor Caratini is is, yeah, is is looming large. It's it's looming just as large as uh <laughs> you know you Darvish is but um you yeah, know. and he can play first base too. It's true. It, it's an easier way to, you know, get Bryant back to third, which it seems like he hasn't played third. You just kind of wish that, like, with Willie, like, if you had a decent backup catcher, you could rely on it, but you still wanted to keep him in the lineup. Like, you first off, you wish you had the DH, but the MLB is the MLB at this point in time. But also, I wish that he could play, like, Willie could play at like first base or, you know, he left. Yeah, and he's not a terrible outfielder. I don't think he's even bad. He has a great arm out there. We've seen him play there before, but I think the Cubs would rather just him be the catcher, and that's it. Like that's what they would yeah. prefer until they absolutely have to like do something like that because of like perhaps his age, like years down the line if they extend him, or you know if you have a lot of depth at one spot but but not at another, and you know he can just he he has shown to be versatile like. Like when they put him in the outfield, they did it because of like they absolutely had to do it, and he wasn't yeah. bad out there. So, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, it, he's it, on pace to catch 132 innings or something stupid like 132 games. 132 like that's freaking games. that's freaking nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's, I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm with you, and it. I, all I'm saying is, is as the season goes, 142. Sorry, I'm just doing that math in my head, I'm trying to figure I, out. All I'm saying is, as the season goes along, he's the one guy that I'm like, all right, man, on those ground balls of short, don't have to run that hard on him. Just jump. No, yeah. <laughs> if you're not breaking up a double play, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead and you like your pitcher. Just just walk to the dugout. We'll uh, right. <laughs> right. Rather right. have you in the catcher's gear. But no, I'm with. I think uh, Ramos is a guy you got to look at, regardless if he's a good defensive catcher or not mm -hmm. i mean you're realistically in in the games that you need to save runs you'll you'll catch willie you know that's the and eventually once the rosters expand again come september for september call-ups you'll mm -hmm. you'll start to see some uh some guys like that added so you'll probably most of them add a third emergency catcher so yeah all right well um i don't have any, much else on this game we've kind of been talking about all, all sorts of things but um, if you're ready to move on to Thursday's game and we'll 
briefly preview. We just don't know who the Dodgers are throwing yet, unless anyone else knows. Um, I I don't think anyone knows. It's just not it. They haven't announced it, and so. I doubt we'll know till tomorrow. To be honest, right? Exactly. So, um, yeah. Anything else, Juice, about this game? No. Good for the Cubs getting back in the win column. Positive vibes tonight, opposed to our sad funeral last night. We were talking about, oh, yeah, what the hell are we it doing? Feels so good. It feels it so good. It's, uh, it's good. I I was obviously we have our Slack chat figuring out who is going to be on tonight's episode. Yeah. Um, I was really worried when I was like, I'm in for tonight, but I just didn't know. You know, I, yeah. I didn't want to have to go back to back with you talking about a clunker because. <laughs> And I don't know if this computer hobby buys or something. Well, I, I don't know if my computer would have lasted. I think I would have thrown it through the wall or yeah. something if we had uh, a different result tonight. And if it was anywhere near what we watched last night, it would have been a really, really sad episode considering. Uh, mm. Yeah, but all good vibes tonight. Uh, good for them for getting back on the win, Cal. For sure. Yeah, just I'll add as well, you know, it's it's great with the off day ahead. So you get to rest up get adjusted to new time zone and then just fucking go battle one of the best teams in the league. Um, and somehow one of the best teams in the league that I don't, I don't believe is even in first place in their division. So um, I think the giants are still in first. I could be wrong about that. Also me. props to the schedule gods for giving them a break before they yeah. go out there. Shout out to the schedule gods, AKA just like the MLB or whoever, but and there's, I think it's a couple, right? Doesn't the, or is that the NFL schedule? That I know there was a no story idea. I read on ESPN that it's been a couple that does it for really the last like 30 years or something makes a schedule for the MLB. Interesting. Which is, yeah, it's weird. I don't <laughs> understand why that's the, the method of how that happens. I don't know if that's a different league that I'm talking about, but watch the, I seem to be the king of random information every once in a while, bud. So, <laughs> um, but I do think that that's actually the truth. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess there'll be a something we can come back on and, and look into because I, I have no idea. But uh, anyway, um, Thursday, the Cubs will <laughs> first pitch at 9-10 uh, Central Time. Uh, so we got our, the, the night games are back. Um, RIP and peace to our sleep. Um, yeah. But it, at least it's on a Thursday and not like on a Monday when we definitely have to go into work. Thankfully for me. Uh, I get to work from home on Fridays. Nice. Um, so I, I'm not too worried. But um, yeah, Thursday, the Cubs uh, they head into Los Angeles to play the Dodgers. We got Zach Davies on the mound um, going up against uh, TBD. Like I said, don't know who the who the Dodgers are going to throw out. Um, yeah, man, I, I, you know, Davies, he's got a he's four and four with a four, six, six ERA, 45 strikeouts. He's, you know, we kind of talked about it a, briefly last night, you know, about the entire rotation in general and Davies being a guy that he, he just hasn't been consistent enough. So um, before his last start, he was really good. He was really good, good against the Cardinals on Sunday night uh, baseball. And then he was really good against his former team, the Padres out in San Diego. Um, so, you know, bounce back start after a shit one against the the Mets last week. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's the big key or not the, yeah. No, was it the Marlins? Yeah, it was the Marlins. Yeah. That's who he sucked against last week. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think that's the big thing. Uh, you know, let's, let's get him bouncing back and hopefully this offense, you know, can keep it up. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't know who's starting for the Dodgers tonight. I know Bueller, 
started like either yesterday or the day before. So I don't think it'll be him. Um, I, same thing with Bauer. I think he pitched recently. So, uh, who knows who the hell the Dodgers are going to throw, but either way, they're going to probably throw really hard and they're going to have nasty shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my advice to the Cubs, um, go get some nice fish tacos tomorrow, Ooh. you know, while you're, you know, out on the uh, West coast, enjoy it. You know, maybe yeah. girlfriend trip good, or, yeah. you know, see family, whatever you got to do, get some rest, come back the next day, ready to play baseball. And yeah, um, I will be in sunny Florida for the weekend. Nice. So I'll be watching um, Cubs games from the comfort of a pool, um, which will be right. great. Um, so for fly the W pick for the game. I mean, it's tough when you don't know who's going to pitch, but um, based on at bats that I saw um, tonight, um, I'll go with Chris Bryant. I mean, he's just seems like now after going the 40 some at bats without an extra base hit, you know, he has the home run. Mm-hmm. Um, probably should add two. I thought he hit that, that last at bat really hard too. And, um, I thought that one that one was going. He just got under it a little bit, but um, yeah, yeah, man. Um, I'll go with Chris Bryant, and I hope they enjoy the fish tacos while they're out there. And uh, yeah, man, let's uh, show another good team in the NL that the Cubs are for real. Yeah, no, I I love it. Um, you know, as always, I always take Chafin. He's my guy, and I you know again, they should have a ton of points because of fucking scoreless inning streak he has going, but um. You know, if I took an offensive player, I will. Uh, I would. I probably. I'm gonna ride with Wilson Contreras again. Took Wilson Contreras last night. Um, hits a home run tonight. Hit a couple deep fly balls. Uh, he had a uh, he had a single as well that I think almost. I think it drove in a run and gave him five runs tonight. Um, so, uh, you know, just keep keep those good at bats coming. Um, and you know, because the Cubs really desperately need it. Um, and you know, I'm sure Rizzo will be back in the lineup, but you know, he, you know. I think the Willie's going to keep it going and uh, hopefully Jock can have himself a nice revenge game as well. Yeah. It'd be nice to see them uh, break the bats out and uh, win another ball game, man. Hell yeah. No, I love it. Absolutely love it, man. Um, shit. Well, uh, I don't got anything else. It's just, it's just good night. Positive vibes. I'm, I can't, I'm actually looking forward to going to work tomorrow. I don't have to think about the Cubs loss. Oh, it's beautiful. Absolutely. Day off for you too. I feel like you've been on all of these. For Dude, I've, I was a like, good run. I've been on like the last five or six. So if people are tired of hearing my voice, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey man, you know, this summer people got places to be. It's we we try to piece this uh, this group together the best we can. Yeah. Um, props to you, Cody, for taking like the last six of these. Um, I know. Uh, I know we all appreciate it, considering yeah. it seems to be that our availability is uh kind of scarce lately for everybody yeah for <laughs> sure yeah no i appreciate that man but uh, i believe on thursday uh if it's not me or you uh it'll be joe maris or, or and hopefully ron if not ron or you then i'll be here so <laughs> <laughs> you get to hear me again <laughs> yeah yeah so um with that said folks um i think that's about it. So I want to remind everyone to head on over to ontapsportsnet.com to get all your Chicago sports needs. You can follow me on Twitter at Cody on tap. You can follow juice at juice on tap and you can follow the rest of our crew at cubbies on tap on Twitter 
and on Instagram. Um, I think I, I said I gave my best Pat Sajak juice. So um, always great code. If I don't talk to you the rest of the week, have fun in Florida. Um, I'm I'm actually going to St. Louis this weekend for a bachelor oh, party. Uh, brutal. So I know. It's going to be a brutal weekend. It's going to be absolutely terrible uh, considering pissing on the Stam Usual statue just to feel good about something, uh, just to feel something because I'm going to be in shitty St. Louis. So well, That probably make it smell better anyway. So, I mean, that's <laughs> that's here nor there. But, yeah. Yeah, well, man. Uh, <laughs> do whatever you got to do down there. Best of luck. If you see my Alexa, send her my regards. Okay. Yeah, I definitely will, man. Well, uh all right. Well, thanks again to everyone in the stream. If you listen on the podcast uh, version, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you back on I probably Friday morning or uh, really late Thursday night after Cubs game against the Dodgers, uh, however you listen to us. Um, but yeah, until then, Juice, let's get out of here the only way we know how. Let's go Cubs.